So we know that cooking or baking afia is one of the lamatas malachas, and we obviously cannot cook on Shabbos, nor can we start fires on Shabbos. And when we consider how to have hot food on Shabbos, there are several ways that we can think of that would avoid cooking, that would avoid turning on fires on Shabbos. So one of them would be leaving food on the fire on Friday afternoon going into Shabbos. That's what we call shahiyah, leaving food on the fire. Another thing would be perhaps taking food that has already been fully cooked. So I'm not cooking on Shabbos. I'm just warming something up and putting that back on an existing flame. So perhaps that would be allowed. And the third thing would be hatmana, which would be wrapping something or insulating something in towels and wool, however you want to do it, in order to keep its warmth. So the truth is we are in cloud, ba- uh, cloud bays, which deals with the halachas of Erev Shabbos. Part of Erev Shabbos is to prepare for Shabbos. If one works hard on Friday to uh, prepare for Shabbos, he'll have what to eat on Shabbos. So we're going to focus on two out of the three categories. We'll focus on Shehiyah, which is leaving food on the flame going into Shabbos. So that's something you have to prepare properly on Friday afternoon. And Hatamana, wrapping something, insulating something well prior to Shabbos in order to be able to have hot food on Shabbos. So now that we explained that according to Beis Hillel, and that's why Paskin, there is no problem of Shvisas Kalim, that a person is allowed to have his oven run on Shabbos, as long as he turned it on before Shabbos. Again, you can listen to the previous shiurim to figure out all the details and nuances of that halacha. So the truth is, we should assume that as long as your fire is on before Shabbos and you put, your, uh, you put a piece of meat onto the grill, onto your, into your oven, there should be no concern. And the truth is, so when it comes to a, from a standpoint, there is no concern. There's no problem. There's no call. Your oven is running. There is no problem. However, the Mishnah already in the first parak of Shabbos, it deals with a different case. It deals with tseveah, dying. So most people are not uh, dying things unless you're working in your trailer's factory. But uh, no, in all seriousness, that's not the typical thing that people do in their home. If someone, in, in fact, does does these things. So look in Shochanach. There are things that you cannot do or could do before Shabbos. So in that Mishnah, the Mishnah says there is a concern when you leave the pot of dye on the fire, there is a concern Shema Yechata. There's a concern that you might stoke the coals going, if you leave it right before, if you leave the pot on the flame going into Shabbos, so maybe on Shabbos it's not taking well. You're going to need to to raise the flame and you might stoke the coals. You might do something to the coals on Shabbos and therefore one is not allowed to leave this pot of dye on the flame going into Shabbos. So we're not going to discuss that case. Yet we will discuss the next halacha in the Chayadam which deals with our typical kitchen going into Shabbos. What are we allowed to do? What are we not allowed to do? So now that we mentioned this concept of Shem Yechata, that a person might stole the coals, so where exactly is this concern? So, if you look in the uh, in the Mishnah, the Mishnah in the first parak of Shabbos discusses baking bread, and there it says that there is a concern if the, if the bread is not fully baked or baked to a certain degree, there is a problem of Shem Yechata. You have another Mishnah, the Mishnah on Daflam and Vav the famous Parak Kira that we just had in Dafyami. So over there, the Mishnah also tells us that a person cannot have food on a on a kira, on a certain type of oven called a kira, unless you did some type of grufa or katuma, which we'll translate at a later time, you did something to the coals that will make sure you don't end up stoking the coals. So what exactly is this concern? 
So the truth is, the concern is that a person would be nervous Friday night, he has guests over, his chicken's not ready, and he's not gonna, you know, make a new fire. No one's, we don't have to make gezeras to Rabbanon that a person's going to make a new fire, but he might, you know, check on the food, it's not ready yet. He might end up raising the temperature, raising the flame by poking around the coals. So therefore, because there is a concern that a person would raise the flame and thereby do one of two things, either, as the Aruch HaShulchan explains, you are cooking, you are hastening the cooking process, that would be a problem of Bishol. Additionally, all the Achorim bring down, and this is, seems to be an obvious concern, is that there would be a problem of Havara, of your, of your expanding the fire on Shabbos. So either way, one would not be allowed to do that. So because one might end up doing it, there's a Gzeir Drabanon, that a person should not leave food on a flame going into Shabbos because there's a concern of Shami Yechata, you might stoke the coals. Now, from this explanation, we could start thinking of things that would mitigate this risk of someone stoking the coals. An example would be, if the food is fully cooked, so why would a person end up stoking the coals on Shabbos? Well, he has nothing to be nervous about. What if he's not expecting to eat a Friday night? So another reason why he would not be, there should not be a concern he's going to stoke the coals. The Mishnah gives us another Eitzah, another uh, a piece of advice that would help if someone took out the coals or you cover the coals, you did something with the with the oven, with the coals itself to remind you or to show that you're not going to end up increasing the flame. Another thing to consider, and the Chayadon brings this down as well, is that if stoking the coals will ruin this food, so that would also be a reason that there should not be a gzera that I might end up stoking the coals because in this situation, raising the temperature would actually ruin the food. So we have a lot of exemptions to this takana, to this gzera of shame yachat, that person might stoke the coals. And we'll take it one at a time. So the first thing is, how far along in the cooking process can I assume that there's no longer a concern? So this is a classic machlekes found in the Mishnayis and in the Gemara, the Gemara Laman of Avam based on the Mishnah, the Mishnah says that a kira that was heated up with gefes ve'etzim was heated up with some good firewood. Lo and a person cannot put food on the on the flame. Until you degrufa, or what we're going to call ketuma. Now the question is, what does the Mishnah mean when it says you cannot put on the flame? Is it talking about Friday? I cannot put food on the flame on Friday, or is it talking about Shabbos? Is it talking about that I can't do chazara, that I cannot re- return the food to the fire on Shabbos? However, what about leaving the food on the fire prior to Shabbos? That would be fine, assuming that it's partially cooked. Once it's partially cooked, you are allowed to leave it on the flames. So this is the sheet of this is the opinion of Hananiah. Hananiah holds, and there's an earlier Mishnah in the first parak of Shabbos, which seems to go with this, that when it comes to the only time I need to cover cover the flame, we're gonna call our you know, modern blech. The only time I would need that is when I'm returning food to the fire. However, by just leaving things on the fire on a Friday afternoon, as long as they're cooked to a certain level of cooking, that takes away the concern of Shema Yechata. Now, why is that? Because once it's already halfway cooked, so I can serve it b'shas in a uh, in a squeeze. You know, I have yeshiva bacham over, I'll serve it. I won't be machal Shabbos 
to save this food. However, something that's totally raw, so there's, there's more of a reason I cannot serve a totally raw piece of uh, a steak that's mooing, has to be somewhat cooked. So there, there's more of a concern that I'm going to stop the cause. That's the opinion of Hananiah. On the other hand, the Gemara brings down the opinion of some of the Tanoim, which we'll call the Chachamim. They hold that any time you're putting, leaving food on the, on, the, on the fire going into Shabbos, even if it's partially cooked, one still needs to have this grufo, kutumo, you have to cover the flame, you have to do something. Even if it's partially cooked, that's not enough of a deterrent, and there's still a concern that someone would stoke the coals. Now, what's this partially cooked? What, what, how, how far along in the cooking process do we call something already partially cooked? The Hanani would hold you you are allowed to leave on an open flame. So this is a Machlekes Rashi and other Rishonim, the Rif, the Rambam, whether it's a third cooked or half cooked. So Lechatchila, those most, uh, most of the Paiskim would say, according to Hanani, we should at least be Machmir, that it should be at least half cooked. There are those that say, but do you have it a third cooked is fine? We'll see how practical this is when we get, when we get to the Halacha Lamaisa. Additionally, there's a discussion of how do you measure uh, half, third. So the Chazanish says, well, we have no choice. We'll just measure it by time. So if you have a three-hour recipe, so an hour into it would be a third cooked, an hour and a half would be half cooked. Although the truth is, in reality, uh, that's not the way food is cooked. Usually the last part of the uh, last part of the cooking process happens in a rapid pace, and that's when the food gets fully cooked. So either way, we'll get to exactly how we figure out third, half, and times, we'll see how we paskin before we even consider all these different points. Okay, so we have Machlekes, Hanani, and the Chacham. How do we paskin? On one hand, the Mishnah in the first parak sounds like Hanania. On the other hand, we have the, the a majority opinion of, of Chachamim that go against Hanania, that say it has to be fully cooked. Otherwise, I need to have some type of Grufok tomb. I have to do some type of shoveling or covering of the coals. How do we paskin? So, there are many proofs back and forth based on the Gemara, trying to find nuances in the Gemara how the Amira and Paskin, but we have Machlegas Rishonim. Many Rishonim hold, like the Chachamim, that in order for, to leave food on the flame going into Shabbos, it has to be fully cooked. And we have those that are more meiko, like Hananiah. If you look in Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, L'chumra, that you have to have things fully cooked. Not only does it have to be fully cooked, it has to be mitzamek virali. It has to be at the level that any additional cooking will, will ruin it. Meaning, there are certain foods that the longer it cooks, the better it tastes. So even though it's fully cooked, let's say you have a uh, pulled beef or you have a uh, chalent, so at some point it's, it's ready, you're able to eat it, you know, your classic yeshiva, yeshiva guy Friday night chalent, so it's ready. They put it up early Friday morning, it's ready Friday night. However, it's not get chalent until Shabbos day. That's a real chalent. So that's called metstamik v'yafalai, that the longer it cooks, the better it tastes. So the shulchan aruch paskins, that even if it's at the level that it's fully cooked, but if I would leave it on the fire, it would taste better, there's still a concern that you might come to stoke the calls. That is the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch. So according to the Shulchan Aruch, unless you know that any, pro, any, any, uh, any, mo, any longer cooking is going to ruin it, you cannot leave it on an open flame going into Shabbos. That's the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch. Comes along the Ramah, and, and he quotes earlier Rishonim. So the Rush says that Minigan Klayasro was always to be Mako like Hanania, even though the Rush himself doesn't like it. And But the truth is, this is uh, found in many Rishonim, uh, Poiske Ashkenaz, that the Minig in the Ashkenazi world 
was to allow one to leave food on an open flame going into Shabbos, as long as it's half cooked, the Mishnah Brewer says, will be makel up to a third cooked, Bishas and Chak. But once it's half cooked, one is allowed to leave it on the, on the, on the flame. Now, I didn't mention what, what exactly is this uh, half cooked, so we call this Macha Ben Drusai. There was this uh, bandit, his name was Drusai, he used to eat food that wasn't fully cooked. So that's the, I, I just failed to mention that. That is where we get the shear of something that's edible in a pinch. So this is the opinion of the Ramah. Now, how do we paskin halacha lamaisa? So the Mishnah Brewer says, a person should be machmir, like the Shulchan Aruch, and you should have a blech. You should always have something covering the fire. We should not leave food that's not fully cooked on an open flame. The Chazanish argues. The Chazanish says that, no, since the accepted opinion of the Ashkenazi Poiskim was that once it's halfway cooked, there is no longer a concern of Shema Yechata, that you go to stoke the coals. Therefore, that's the psak. You don't have to be machmir. Now, it's wise to have things fully cooked prior to Shabbos because if you leave something on a blech, you have some things that are half cooked, something that, is, that, are, full, that, that are not cooked, people end up moving things around. So it's good to have things that are fully cooked anyways, but from a, from a strictly halachic uh, point of view, once it's halfway cooked, one is allowed to leave it on an open flame going into Shabbos. So tomorrow we'll continue this discussion and move on to some other halachas.